All right, here we go. I don't like starting these. I never have and I never will, but we are about to start. <clears throat> All right, here we go. Three, two, one. That's the show with Danny. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, welcome back to That's the Show with Danny, the back to school edition. Very excited. Fall is in the air. The leaves are getting more fun to step on and to look at. The weather is turning kind of pleasant, but it's still very hot. The desks are scraping. The chairs are making the scraping sound too as they move across the floor. The books are being opened. The homework's being assigned. The syllabuses are being passed out. And it's another wonderful start to another wonderful school year. I, of course, am your principal, Danny Hatch, and I will be guiding you on what is sure to be your most successful school year yet. If you're listening live, and I hope that you are, and you want some advice on how to make this school year your best ever, please call in at 646-502-8682 for some advice from me, someone who's been there, someone who's lived the life of a student and the teacher and the principal now. So I can sort of give you every angle, every question to any answer you have. Nope, I said that wrong. And that's your first lesson. You can never misspeak as principal because what you say once your principal becomes lost. So unfortunately, this year students, uh, questions will be known as answers and answers will be known as questions because I'm never wrong. I never misspoke. That was a trick uh, statement when I said earlier that I misspoke. And we're off to a rolling start from school year. The weather outside is frightful, but this fire, so delightful. Um, yeah, what a wonderful year. I think that it's going to be uh, a good one for everyone. Um, who these morning announcements sure are getting longer and longer. They have a 45-minute space for me blocked out here in the morning announcements, which I'm pretty sure is all of first period. But they assure me that this is more important than whatever your first period class is. So if you're in something like fucking stupid, like biology, then rejoice. You don't have to do biology. But if you're in something cool and fun like English, then I'm sorry. You will miss out on discussing Catcher in the Rye to listen to my voice for the next 45 minutes. Now let's start these morning announcements with a question. What is school? Well, that's a, it's an interesting question. It's an interesting answer, actually, because we just went over that answers are questions and questions are answers. And everything I say is very easy for me to keep under control in my head. What is school? Well, school can be a lot of things. School can be a fish. School can be a bus. School can also be a place where you make great friends and even better memories. But it can also be a place where things routinely don't go your way and you end up crying yourself to sleep every night and wondering what terrible plan God has for you and why you don't seem to fit in anywhere with anyone. And we hope that's not the case for you students out there. And that's the show of Danny university, which is what this is and what this has always been. We hope that's not the case. We hope that school for you is a place of wonderment and learning and enchantment, but we also know that that's not always the case. So I, myself, uh, principal Danny, have some advice to give you about how to have a good school year. First piece of advice, always write down everything I say. 
Now, I know some of your teachers are not the most mentally balanced. I know that. I hired them. But I am extremely mentally balanced. It is all, it is, if you took a lever, one of those like lever things you put on the wall and you'll learn, you'll learn more about that in shop class to some of our lesser achieving students. But to those of you who are going to go on to college after this, what a lever is, is you put it on the wall and it tells you if the wall is straight, I think. Um, so that's what a lever is. And did I already forget what I was saying before I went off on a tangent to define lever? Yes, I did. But I'm just going to keep on keeping on because, again, principle's never wrong. Can't show weakness is the principle. Once the students see that you, the principle, are fallible, they will say, well, I can do all sorts of things. I can Now I can start drinking and driving. Now I can start smoking pot on the weekends and then on the weekdays and then before school and then even during school. And that's really sad because we are a zero tolerance school and I will have to take all of your pot and expel you and you'll have to go to the less fun school, which is uh, every other school because this is the most fun school except for with drugs. So what else can be good for school? Well, is this, does this ever happen to you students? <laughs> Do you ever forget what you were saying 10 seconds before hasn't happened to me. Uh, by the way, looking at the chat, looking at the, um, that's show of Danny university chat room at Keith and slash chat. And I see that we are already walking people. So that's good. Good to know that this show is exciting and fun for people and it's not show it's school and it's not school. It's fun time. So that's good. What other, what other advice do I have for you to do so good in school? Always do your homework. Now, look, I'm going to get real with you. It's time for Real Talk with Principal Danny. I did not always do my homework in school. I was kind of what you would call a slacker. Well, that's what Ferris Bueller's principal, anyway, called me. And No, it wasn't Ferris Bueller's principal. It was Marty McFly's. But either way, they both called me slackers. And it didn't, it didn't um, seek to make my life any better. I made a mistake. I should have done the homework. If you're out there and you're saying, well, this is, it's, it's Thursday night. This is when all the cool parties happen. It's when all the liquor stores sort of turn their back on who looks underage and what constitutes a full-grown mustache as opposed to barely more than peach fuzz. Um, it's Thursday night. I don't want to do this stupid fucking chemistry homework. I don't even... I don't even know how to make fun of the chemistry homework because I don't know anything about the chemistry. So why would I want to do the homework? Well, because the rest of your life is going to go poorly if you don't do the homework. And again, I know it kind of feels like I'm selling out because in high school, I sort of prided myself on being the rebel, on being the one who was kind of too cool for school and too smart for school and didn't even need to do the homework because he was so smart and cool and already understood what was going on. But that unfortunately is that's a fantasy. Ladies and gentlemen, that is not what's real. So you must always do the homework. What else? Uh, always, 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 and this is an important one, ask out the person you have a crush on. No matter what, just ask them out. If you're a boy and you like a girl, if you're a girl and you like a girl, if you're a boy and you like a boy, if you're a girl and you like a boy, you've got nothing to lose, trust me. Life is a miserable slog full of disappointments and chances that you could have taken but didn't. So why fucking make this into one of them too, right? What's the worst that's going to happen? You don't end up with the love of your life. Okay, that, that happens to literally everyone. No one I've ever talked to 
in my life, and I'm talking at every PTA meeting, I'm talking at every uh, principal TA meeting, which is different from the parent teacher association. The principal teacher association is kind of more of a fun party. But every single person I've ever talked to at any event, at any football game, because I go to a lot of those, because the best show of Danny fighting tigers are one of the best football teams in the district, I've been assured. Everyone I've talked to has never, ever, ever ended up with the one. You know what I mean? So you're not going to either. So why, why not risk it? Because what if you do? But you won't. But you might. But you never, ever will if you don't take that chance. And look, you might be saying, well, look at me. I'm an acne-ridden, chubby little idiot who's addicted to chocolate and Adderall, even though he or she doesn't know it yet. That's true. You might not be the most attractive of prospects. But you will be in like five years, five to ten years. You're going to look fucking great as long as you don't die or like get into like really hard drugs. If you just keep it at Adderall and keep it at a fairly responsible pace, you're going to do so great with looks. You're going to people are going to be like, wow, he or she looked like that in high school. What was I thinking? Not jumping on his or her bones. And you can bring that up to them. You can say, look, I know I'm not a catch right now. I know I'm not a good prospect. But pretty soon you're going to be bored on Facebook and you're going to be looking, my profile is going to pop up and you're going to start scrolling through my pics and you're going to think, wow, this person is a lot more attractive than they were back in the old days. And aren't you going to be glad that you took a chance on me in the future? And you can point you can share my profile with all your friends and say, look how attractive this person is now. Can you believe that when I was 18, I jumped their bones or let them jump my bones and it was all consensual. That's important too. Even more important than the other things I've said so far. You have to get consent. And to make that easier for you, what I have done is if you go to my website, www.www.dannyprincipal.net, slash form, you can download a special consent form that I've written up myself that will make it completely clear to all parties involved what is about to happen, uh, how long you can expect it to take, um, what your performance level you estimate will be so that, and you have to be honest, it's an honor system, but you have to be honest about how good you think you'll be while jumping bones And with this consent form, you can decide better. And no rape. No rape is allowed at my school this year. I'm putting my foot down on this one, okay? I know that I've been a little lax before. Not lax. And and the lacrosse team has been absolved of all uh, wrongdoings. They've been found innocent in a court of law. So I don't even know why we have to dwell on this. But I will no longer be lax on this. Um, Not that I wasn't before. This is this rape is still bad in this school for this year, just as it has been for all other years. I don't know what goes on in other schools. I don't know what happens at Wrap It Up High or My Name is Keith Elementary. I don't know what their stance on rape is, but that's a show of Danny University. It always has been and always will be. No rape is allowed, and rape is bad, and you shouldn't do it. Even if, I mean, I've been thinking. And again, this got vetoed by the school board this year. But I think we should make it allowed one year, but as like a sting operation type thing. So we say, we really push this hard. We say, and boy, why am I even saying this into the morning announcements? But we say, you know the thing we talked about, it's not allowed. It's allowed now. 
even though we really know it's not allowed. But the idiots were going to see that and think, oh, great, it's allowed. Then they did. No, this is a bad idea. Now that I'm talking it out, it was going to be like a sting operation thing where we catch them in the act. But now that I'm even saying it into the morning announcements, I'm re it's really dawning on me that that is a poor idea. And look, I'm man enough to admit that. I can be wrong in some cases. This is certainly one of them. But what I'm not wrong about is that rape is bad. It's not a lot of school. So get that into your heads. All right, youngsters. Now let's move on to the fun stuff. None of this uh, homework and relationships and the other R word. And why am I afraid of saying it now, even though I've been pretty liberal of saying it earlier, but I'm not going to say it. Let's move on into school clubs. School clubs are one of the best ways to really make a name for yourself in the new school year. Here's what you can do at school clubs. Here's uh, just a list of some of the really cool school clubs that we offer over here at That's a Show at Danny University. You've got Broadcasting Club, and that's an exciting one. That is the club where I teach you how to do a really good podcast like this and how to broadcast without anyone having to listen to you. And when I say podcast, of course, I mean a really good morning announcements. That's kind of a cute... In the real world, you'll learn that the morning announcements, they call them podcasts, but you're not in the real world yet. Why worry about that? So Broadcasting Club, that's a fun one. That means Tuesdays and Thursdays at four and the teacher's break room. What else do we have on my list? We have Football Club where it's not, it's different from Football Team I'm reading. This is where this is where you talk about what happened. You recap the previous week of football. Um so if that's your thing, it's certainly not mine, but if that's your thing, go for it, have at it, make it a, your thing this year. There's also the newspaper, the student newspaper. This is, now let me tell you this, ladies and gentlemen, that that's the show with Danny Times is widely renowned as one of the best school newspapers in the nation. We have won first place every year at every contest for newspapers, and I'm not lying about that one bit. So if you think that you have what it takes or if you just want to, because we will accept anyone, join the newspaper. That one meets every day because the news never stops, even though we will only put an issue out once every four to six weeks. Also, there is the chess club. That's where you can meet your fellow nerds. If that's your thing, there's the movies club where you can see all the movies that you like to talk about because you understand them and you see all the subtle symbolism when your dumb friends just want explosions and tits or dongs on the screen. You know that actually the sleigh is named Rosebud, which is not a lot of people know that. And sorry to spoil the movie for you. But Movies Club, that one meets uh, Saturdays. So probably not going to get a lot of turnout for that one. But if, you, uh, if it's your thing to come to school on a Saturday... The Movies Club is what's for you. We've also got the How Not to Podcast Club, which is not what this is. It is taught by my rival, uh, Vice Principal Danny. And the school made a big mistake hiring both of us for many reasons, but we don't have to get into that. But Vice Principal Danny will be teaching the How Not to Podcast club slash elective and you can get two college credit hours just for not going so don't go to the how not to broadcast podcast club because it's bad what else so those are the clubs isn't that good we love clubs over here at that's the show of danny university 
so many good clubs. We got so many good sports. We've got, like I mentioned, football, which is different from football club. We have lacrosse, and again, those guys have been found innocent in a court of law, so let's be lax with the lax team. We've got soccer. Nope, we do not have soccer anymore this year, actually. I'm being handed a message by my secretary, who is a man, because we believe that women can do other positions besides just secretaries uh, or anyone in our school. This is an all-male university. Um, I am being handed a note by him that says the soccer team is canceled this year because of lack of interest anywhere. So why don't we check back in in three years when there's another world cup. So soccer's out, but golf is in. Everyone loves golf, especially your fucking dad. We get it. Dad, you love golf. You're a dad. All dads love golf. That's not a personality trait. That's just a dad being a dad. So that's cool for your dads. If your dads want to bond with you about something, you can say, Hey, I, uh, I hit a white ball with a metal club today, and where are they metal even? I think tit- is titanium a metal. Titanium sounds like a metal. And again, wood works. Uh, wood sh- wood shop is that where you learn with that or metal? We don't we don't have a metal shop at our school, so I guess our wood shop teacher is going to have to teach you what metals are because I don't have time. But golf club, that's good. I mean, golf team. They're swimming, and we have banned Brock Turner preemptively from joining the swim team, so there's no need to worry about him. And I'm really making a lot of these types of jokes, and I'm really regretting it, and I'm sorry if this is making anyone uncomfortable. Rape is never good. It's it's never even good to joke about, even if your brain is panicking and it's saying the funniest thing to say right now would be a reference to Brock Turner even though it wouldn't be the funniest thing. You could say something like, oh, the swim team. And after the swim team, you can join the pissing in gas stations and lying about being mugged club. That would be much better for me to have said in the first place. But I didn't. And I'm just going to have to live with that. And again, I'm never wrong. Except about some things. And I think this is one of them. There's also the basketball team. I don't think I have to explain that one to you guys, but if I do, please see me after class. I'll be happy to explain to you what basketball is. And of course, cross country and cross country has a special place in my heart because before I became your humble principal, I was but a humble high school student running on the humble cross country team. And was I consistently the slowest one on the team? Yes. Did they make me run with the girls when I was a freshman because I kept getting lost when I ran with the boys because everyone pulled ahead of me and I didn't know where to turn. So I would just take a guess and I'd end up like literally one time, like six miles from where we were supposed to be. And also one time I even got lost when we went to cross country camp in Colorado. I got lost in this small town in Colorado, had no idea where I was trying to find um, the rest of a team. And I was gone for about an hour and they didn't seem that concerned when I came back. So cross-country team, you can make wonderful memories like the ones I made by running your little hearts out. It's good for you. It's, it's, it's really good to get up early to do a physical activity that you hate until it kind of seeps into your brain, Stockholm Syndrome-like, and um, makes you think you enjoy it when you don't. You don't enjoy running. Everyone who says they enjoy running has been lied to by themselves, but you might be the exception. And if you are, join the cross-country team. So those are our sports. We've got that too. Uh, again, this is the first day of school for anyone who's just tuning in or who just got here. We're going to suspend the late 
the tardy passes for the first 45 minutes of today just to get everyone a chance to get reacclimated to the environment. I love when school starts again. It is one of the, my favorite times of the year because it means finally my vacation is over. I have spent too long not enjoying myself and having to deal with the problems of children. When can I get back to the children problems? Well, I'm here, I'm back, and it feels good. I To give you a little backstory about me, your principal, not that you don't already have this memorized, but for any new students maybe, if we have any transfer students, stand up in your class. Okay, that's great. Stand down. I couldn't really see you, so I don't know if anyone stood, but if you did, welcome. If you didn't, uh, welcome back. Um, I have been the principal of this fine organization for the past four years. It has, under my tutelage, grown from a 10-minute school day to almost an eight-hour school day because I fought for the children's right to learn. And when I say children, I am not talking, I'm not saying that you are a childlike because I don't never want to talk down to you. I'm just saying most of you are not legal adults yet, except for our seniors, woo-woo seniors, class of 2017, right? That's when you guys graduate. God. It is going to be a long year, you guys. I did not prepare a lot for school this year. I've been planning on just sort of coasting in my office, doing one of those hands behind my head, legs up on the desk, back. I'm thinking of getting a sleeping mask with uh, eyeballs painted on them so that I can trick people into thinking I'm awake when really I'm asleep. But we'll get into that later. All I'm saying is the school year is going to be fine. If you want advice, I've got it. You just have to call me right now at 646-502-8682. I fully believe no one's going to call. And this is, and you'll find every time that I do one of these morning announcements, you'll find that I have blocked off a considerable amount of showtime for phone calls when it's really a toss-up as to whether or not I'll even get one. So in order to not make my show 10 minutes, I'm going to sort of drag things out and just take it slow. I Here's what I do a lot during these morning announcements slash the show. Look, I call the morning announcements a show because this is my one chance to shine and you have to accept it because your students said that's a show at Danny University and I'm the principal and what I say goes. But a lot of times what I do with the show, with these morning announcements, is that I rush through my next sentence. I, it's like I can't get the words out fast. It's like my mouth is made of hot sauce and ha- not having words in my mouth is, is like having milk in my mouth. I can't get it fast enough to happen. And what I need to do is just slow down, baby. Just enjoy, Just stop and smell the roses. By the way, please do not smell the roses. We have been using an off-brand pesticide this year, and I really think you can't get your noses anywhere close to that stuff. So the gardens are off limits, especially for smelling, especially for playing around and trampling. Just don't smell any of the roses. But sometimes, but a common expression, and I'm sure you'll learn this in your idioms class, is slow down and smell the roses. And that means just take a deep breath and relax because no matter what, it can't be as bad as you think it is in your head, even though this time you're sure it's gotta be. Because oftentimes you'll be doing these these announcements, even though I've already established that I can call them shows and mean announcements and I don't have to keep correcting myself. But a lot of times you'll be doing these announcements slash shows and you'll think in your head, how could 
what I'm saying be any less entertaining and or funny. It literally couldn't get worse than this. This is the nadir of anyone who's ever spoken words. This is as low as it gets. And there's no point in continuing because you are a bottomless pit of entertainment. And then when you listen back to your announcements, as I do while I work out on the elliptical in my office, you'll hear that, hey, it wasn't so bad this time. It was actually you even managed to say a couple things that you found amusing. Um, I don't think that will be the case this time. I really think that this is about as bad as it gets. But you can't say that. And that's another advice for a school year. No matter how bad you think you're doing, no matter how poor your grades are in your French class, no matter how alone you are at the cafeteria when everyone else seems to have a table picked out already, even though it's already it's only the first day, no matter how much of a fool you made yourself out to in front of that boy or girl you've had a crush on, you just have to tell yourself it's not as bad. It gets better. That should be a thing, actually. And I'm going to write this down because I have been looking for new business ventures. No reason. And I do think that It Gets Better has a nice ring to it. So God willing, we'll see Alternate Gets Better into a thing. Hopefully no one's used it. I can't imagine anyone has. I'm sort of good at landing on things that uh, have missed the mainstream by quite a while. Um, <clears throat> and again... What you thought you just heard was bad, but it was good. And that's advice too. If you are giving an advice in class, if you are giving, nope, not an advice, a report in class, it, I don't know how advice got in there, but if you are, let's say you're in your English class and you're giving a report on the Red Badge of Courage and you did not read the Red Badge of Courage. All you did was watch the Wishbone episode where Wishbone lives in the Red Badge of Courage. Oi just left the room. Oi called me mean on the floor. I'm going to break character real quick for a second, which I know is going to come as a shock to a lot of people. But Oi, who just left the chat room, just he called me, or she, but I'm going to think he, called me mean on the forums because uh, I try to make my friends relapse all the time because the one, let's see what he said, actually, because this did get me a little, it, it seemed my beans a little bit. And I tried to play it off as I am mean, so that didn't affect me at all. But it affected me a little bit. But let's see. Loading, loading, loading along. Oi writes, this episode made me realize that Danny isn't as nice as I thought he was. He's actually kind of devious. I mean, getting people to relapse? That's not funny. He's probably secretly hoping for Andrea Allen's relapse so he can finger bang her and sniff his fingers all day. Uh, you know what, Oi, you're absolutely right. The only reason it affected me so much is because I was like, I thought that I was hiding this part of myself away from people so effectively and for someone like Oi to have pulled the veil down so easily, it made me feel naked. It made me feel ashamed. Um, but Oi, you're absolutely right. It is definitely the best way to judge people is if your only frame of reference for them is them doing a comedy show because that's when all that's no one is trying to work a narrative or be someone they're not when they're doing a comedy podcast that has never happened and never will happen. So oi, thank you for keeping me light. Thank you for your vigilance. Thank you for just being you, oi, you piece of shit. I hope you regret leaving my chat room. Now back to school. 
I don't want to do the back to school thing anymore. I thought it would be funnier. I thought that I could get people to call in and uh, give their advice questions and I would give my advice answers and actually I, they would give their advice answers and then give the questions because of the thing I said earlier and we reversed them. Isn't that so boring? I'm tired of doing that. I don't have to do that. I don't have to do these weird um, universes anymore. I can just be me. Um, should I have spent more time preparing for this? Maybe, but I had a, I thought it was a good idea and I thought, well, that's done. Check that off the list. Should I have tweeted about it earlier? No, come on. If you tweet about a show two hours before the show happens, that's when you get listeners to hear it. Not, you, you can't, uh, it's fine. This is also affected. I'm not really, I know people listen to these shows and they think that I'm in um, worse places than I am mentally, but all the groaning and moaning and kvetching, it's not real. I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> Isn't that the most convincing sentence you've ever heard anyone who's fine say? I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. What can I tell you? I'm doing great. I'm on top of the world. And this is not another character. Look, I'll pull the blinders back. We're not at Best Show of Danny University. We're in the Keith and the Girl Studios where I'm alone recording a show. But I'm so on top of the world. Things could not be going any better for me. Or otherwise, I'd start to see like, hey, who put the cheat codes in? This isn't fair. And now the very last person has left the chat room. It's just me. I know that's that's not indicative of who is listening to the show, but it kind of is. So in a way, it feels like I'm only talking to me now, which is good. I got to go to therapy to uh, rub it in someone's face how great my life is going and how shitty they should feel about theirs. Um, I got to start losing more, honestly, because I'm starting to feel like the deck is stacked against everyone else in my favor. And that's not a fun place to be. Um, that is white privilege, but white privilege has its drawbacks, ladies and gentlemen. And let me be the person to tell you why and how um, it's hard uh, when everything goes your way, because you start to feel like, well, my life has no challenge to it. It seems as if society uh, is structured in a way that would allow me to kind of do whatever I want carte blanche while other people who ostensibly are equal to me are treated very poorly and different by the same system. And it's no fun to dwell on that. It's, you know, as a white person, you really just want to shove that shit out of your head so that's one not fun aspect of white privilege is being confronted with the fact that you do have white privilege. Bear that in mind. And let me tell you about what's so hard about being a man also. Um, hello, why can't I get time off for childbirth? I helped make the baby. I probably held my wife slash girlfriend's hand or fiance or friend's hand because it's 2016 and couples are modern now. I held their hand, I sponged their forehead, I did the breathing with them, probably squeezing their hand in time. So I did a lot of work too. And why don't I get time off when the baby happens? Why is it only the woman? There's one. Why, as a man, am I expected to go to war 
but Rosie the Riveter gets to stay home at the factories making airplane parts. That's not cool either. So as mu- as charmed as you think my life is, and as charmed as I swear it is when I tell you about it, it's not all gravy. Excuse me. Being a borderline bisexual, but really saying that just so we can cling on to something but slightly not not completely average about him, white male is not the easy breezy everything's going great path that uh that everyone would like to make you think it is so there's a psa go easier on white men who are mostly straight they they have it harder than everyone so that's good advice for me we're kind of sort of blending the worlds now i can still give advice no one has called no one will call I know that now. Now I'm thinking about, so look, there's probably no one listening to this live, which is fine. I understand. I didn't promote it. I honestly don't want anyone to listen. But now I'm thinking the people on Thursday are going to hear this and they're going to be like, what happened to Danny this week? Here's what happened. Nothing. Because sometimes you get a show where things just don't go right for you. And that's fine. That doesn't make you a bad person. That doesn't make you a bad broadcaster. That does make you a bad podcaster, but we don't have to dwell on that now. What that makes you is a human being for whom not everything will go right 100% of the time. And that's great. But speaking of times when I did do better, I would like to discuss last week's episode and my thoughts on it. It was the it was my reel for Christopher Hardwick and his network, and it was not supposed to be released. I'm very sorry. I would like to personally apologize to oh someone joined the chat room again. You're too late, Jick. Get out of the chat room. What what if he or she leaves? Then I'll feel truly alone. But you were not supposed to hear last week's episode. I would like to apologize personally that you had to hear something like that. Um, I never. I it was only it was only for Chris Hardwick. Uh, and his team. It was not meant for public consumption. If anyone got podcast food poisoning from it, I'm so sorry. Please take it up with my lawyers. Uh, do we cheat them and how? I share them with the car talk guys. We get a, we get a deal. Uh, please bring it up with them. But I do want to say, seems like someone liked it. Craig liked it. Craig, it, now Craig, for new listeners, which why would this be your first episode? And please, can it not be? I mean, if there are new listeners, we're about 35 minutes into the program at this point. It's They definitely did not stick around. They definitely were like, mm, I don't get it. Let me turn on Welcome to Night Vale or another Keith and the Girl Network show, which is fine. I love them all. It is technically family. It is podcast family. But it's if, if this is your first time still, uh, Craig is a wonderful man. He is a listener of my show who really is single-handedly keeping the show going with his nice feedback every week. And he left another nice feedback on the episode you weren't supposed to hear, which was, which um, warmed me up inside because I thought, you know, people are going to hate this. People are going to think I wasn't supposed to hear this, so clearly it's bad. But that's not what Craig says. And Craig left a very nice Facebook message And so while I let my deaf mute co-hosts take the mic for a second while I take a sip, I really, I should have taken it there. Here's what I do. I pause because I'm thinking, well, maybe someone will talk. No one's going to talk. I'm alone in here. I know that. I'm not that crazy. But I, I should just take the sip. 
but it's it's like I'm panicking. So here's what we're going to do. You get a five-second reprieve from this podcast to think about whatever you want to think about while I take this sip of water. And then it's back into the trenches, boys and girls. Oh, welcome back. I hope that was a nice vacation. Now let's get to Craig's comment on last week's episode. And Craig, thank you so much. This uh, was so nice of you. And I'm just going to read it. I also have a hard time reading feedback, especially when I'm alone, because I'm like, well, this is so masturbatory, what I'm doing. I'm, I'm alone in a room. I'm technically broadcasting to people, but I'm not even sure that I am. And I'm reading a nice comment someone left me on the internet. Is that not as masturbatory as it gets? No, you don't want to know how masturbatory I can get. But that's a story for another episode. Craig writes, Danny, this is your best show ever. Mm, no shit. As I, mm, no shit, he's saying. So if you thought that he was shitting you, he is not shitting you. It was my best show ever. But please, I digress. I promise I will just read this all the way through. And then I will talk some more. As I already told you in a Facebook comment, this is your Sgt. Pepper. That's a Beatles album, and I swear to God I'm done. Your brilliance lies in the contrast between the two sides of you. The one that's scared shitless about appearing weird, and he didn't write this, but I'm going to put in brackets, and boring, and the one that pushes the discomfort as far as it can go despite the fear. I don't want to make this too wordy. I know, too late. He wrote that, not me. But there's so much to like about this episode. First of all, it has to be seen, not merely heard. The interaction between real Danny and Clip Danny is expertly timed, and I don't think you'd get the full effect unless you see it in action. The single camera head and shoulder shot of you looking rather like a 1968-era John Lennon, better than a 1971-era John Lennon, is so very cool. The clips you picked were incredible, like the classically awkward Chris Gethard exchange where you called him Daddy. That was a highlight of my broadcasting career. I laughed until I almost puked, Craig says. Then there is the constant promise not to interrupt, followed by your incessant and very funny interruptions. And I couldn't even help myself while reading your very nice comment, Craig. I had to jump in just like I'm jumping in now. It's hard to break the fourth wall when you are buried under it. But, but, but your visuals like the arm worm and the staring into the camera blankly for a full two minutes were priceless. What I love about you, Danny, is that you're like that friend who shows up at my house and says, let's take a drive. Well, I would, I, I don't have a car or an active driver's license. So I could not do that, Craig, but I appreciate it. I immediately say yes without asking where. It doesn't matter where you're going. I know getting there is going to be a blast. Probably not. I'm a poor driver. Anyway, you've never had a bad show. Well, you haven't heard this one yet, and you never will. Again, haven't heard this one yet. Just keep driving weird. Love you. Thank you, Craig. Isn't that so nice? Isn't Craig so nice to me, everybody? Aren't the people who enjoy my show... So technically, extremely charitable and generous. I say they are. Craig, it's an honor. Again, I'm sorry that you had to hear that episode. It was not meant for your ears or anyone else's besides Chris Hardwick and maybe his closest trusted advisors. But you heard it anyway. And that's, you know, that's the deal. And I'm glad you enjoyed it. Real quick, I also want to say, here's another fun thing for another fun person I enjoy. Uh, it, today, it won't be by the time most of you hear this, but uh, on Monday, September 19th, 2016, our year in our Lord, it is Maricela's birthday. So everyone give a round of applause to Maricela. Maricela. I didn't mean to say your name poorly there. Maricela. Maricela. I'm, I've got the, I've got the microphone hiccups. It's Maricela's birthday. Maricela's wonderful. If you don't know, Maricela, 
um, does the video behind the scenes for this show and all the other shows in the Keith and the Girl Network. She is part of a wonderful tech support team that we have. She is an excellent person and an even more excellent human. So happiest of birthdays to you, Maricela. Um, I'm sorry that by the time everyone hears this, it won't be your birthday, but I did the best I could given the circumstances. <laughs> so happy birthday to you. Thank you very much. I'm happy that I know you. Now it's time to cross you off the list. Goodbye, Maricela. It's not your birthday anymore, according to my paper. Now it's just a bunch of lines of ink. Mmm. What else we got? Hey, recommendations. This is fun. Now, I did this weekend what is fast becoming a new weekend tradition for me, which is get very drunk and watch movies on my couch where there's air conditioning. And I didn't let myself down this week. I got drunk not as drunk not sobbing at the royal tenenbaums drunk i don't think i cried at all during these movies period and i watched four movies four films uh and i genuinely enjoyed them all to varying degrees here's what i watched in order i watched game change which is a dramatization of the 2008 john mccain presidential campaign with a focus on sarah palin as played by julianne moore very good movie. I enjoyed it. Woody Harrelson played a dude whose name I already forget, who is like John McCain's campaign advisor or some shit. I was not in the most, uh, you know, sober minds while watching this. Uh, Ed Harris plays John McCain. He's cool. like him. Game Change. I give it an 8 out of 10. It's an HBO film, which is on TV, but it's the box office. Why not just call it? Um, <clears throat> I won't fix that in post. Then I watched Everest, which is a fairly new film. It is about the mountain that people climb, and sometimes it goes poorly for them. And guess what? It went poorly for them. It was pretty good, not great. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, I always enjoy seeing him in things. Uh, the uh, Jason Clark, he was good. Um, the movie did not pass the Bechdel test, unfortunately. Any t- there were two fairly prominent female characters in it. But every time they talked to each other, it was about another male. So Everest does not pass the Bechdel test. It was my least favorite of the movies I watched yesterday, but I still enjoyed it. Game Change, by the way, does pass the Bechdel test. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it does. Then we had no, this was a real treat for me. And this is my official recommendation of this week. I watched Children of Men, the 2006 film by Alfonso Cuaron, who you might know as the director of... Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, or Gravity, or Itu Mama Tambian. He directed a a movie. <clears throat> he directed a movie, and it's called Children of Men. It came out in 2010. It stars Clive Owen. It stars Julianne Moore. It stars Chiwetel Ejiofor. I don't know how to say his name, and I'm sorry. And this is, folks, let me tell you, if you have not seen Children of Men yet, first of all, definitely watch it because I would imagine watching Children of Men in 2016 versus 2006 when it came out is a much different and much scarier viewing experience. This is a this is a movie that really could take place in 10 years, which it does. It, ha- it takes place in 2027 and it is barely science fiction. It's listed as a science fiction film. Everyone's told me this is a great movie. You got to watch this. It's a classic. One of the best movies. It's a science fiction film. It, it barely. It's like, let's, let's, let's say you write out the word science fiction film. 
I would say both science and fiction would be in like one point font while film would be in your standard 12 point font. It is, it's, it seems so plausible, which is so scary. I don't want to give much away about this 10 year old movie because I respect the sacred art of spoilers, but it is a harrowing viewing experience and I loved it still. So that's a, that that's credit where credits do. If a movie as frightening as that can make me still love it so much, you got to know it's well-made. And that if, that's our saying. You got to know it's well-made. And I've said that all the time, and I will never not say it. And then I watched, and this is pushing it because it was getting a little late, and I had worked the next morning, but I had to finish off the rest of my alcohol. And what better way to do that than with Apollo 13, another movie I hadn't seen that is, I guess, technically science fiction. But it's not, is it? If would Apollo, it wouldn't be, would it? Because it's not fiction. It would be a science fact film. Uh, Apollo thirteen was good. Also starring Ed Harris um, as the control room guy who says that we can't fail. It's not one of our options. I think was his famous line, and he was good. Um, look, man, credit where credits due. Apollo thirteen is a great movie. It's like two and a half hours, and I thought, well, I already know what happens. I already know that they survive. I'll spoil that one because it's a 20-year-old movie. They all survive. But I was like, what's the point in watching this? There's quite a point to watching it. It's a very good movie. Is it as good as The Martian? Maybe. And I love The Martian a lot. I know that that's probably the rubric upon which all movies about space and stuff are based. Um, or judged against, rather. Words are so hard. Words are so hard. And you people are going to be listening to this and think, well, Danny really fucking phoned it in this week. It was like he was all over the place and he could barely string a thought together. That's because it's hard doing this when you're all by yourself. And I didn't just admit that to you. And that's another tip of the broadcasting trade. Um, so Paul 13, I give it 12 stars out of 13. And that's cute that I do that. Um, so yeah, that's our show this week. Sorry that you got two solo shows in a row. I promise Keith and Hemda will be back next week. Just count your fucking lucky stars that Shane Moss's dad didn't make an appearance because I all know that you love fucking hating on that guy. Um, but no, thank you very much for listening as always. There's no song of the week this week because I was going to sing the fight song for That's a Show of Danny University, but I really don't want to do that whole thing anymore. Um, please Gmail me or back to school questions and answers and tips and tricks and I'll, I'll I I probably won't respond to you but I might if I'm feeling in a mood when you write them. So if you have questions about getting back to school or what that's like, I'm your guy. Email me at danny at keithandthegirl.com and I promise you that I will make no promises about replying to your email. And that just leaves us with one more segment, our final segment of the show this is the quote of the week a long time staple of that's the show of danny and of course the quote this week comes from our good friend chris hardwick who still has not written me back about being on his network even though he's the one who pursued me and all this is true and chris says this week welcome to at midnight i'm chris hardwick and that's funny that that would be the quote because of course he would say that he has to say that to start a show Points, 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 points. Well, this has been an experience. 
you might be feeling negatively about it in your head. Like, why did I waste 45 to 50 minutes listening to this deranged human tornado uh, blab on about literally nothing? Hey, man, that was your mistake, not mine. Please tune in next week when we will have a more regular show on the books. I am your host, not Danny Hatch. Danny had nothing to do with this. I actually kidnapped the real Danny and said, I'm going to make a bad show and I'm going to ruin your credibility with people. And I think it succeeded. I think his plan was a success.